It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement vows that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice cold beer. CBD, Deacon likes for anxiety. CBD, we know it treats epilepsy. It's easy as one, two, three, here with me. Please use cautiously. CBD now. Okay. Holla. So people always ask me, they can have... A hangnail, acne, had a bad day, and like, Doc, uh, would CBD work for this? And your answer? Well, my answer is, I mean, do you even know what CBD is? And often they're like, uh, no, I mean, it's the thing from the marijuana plant that doesn't get you high. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. But you know what? Once CBD got found that it's going to be used, and it's going to be used all the time, I had to practice. Cannabidiol, 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 CBD, is one of the hundred cannabinoids found in the marijuana plant, in the cannabis sativa plant. Okay, so sativa, what does that mean? Well, there's indica and sativa. It's a certain type of marijuana plant. Oh, okay. Uh, So, indica, oh, you know I had a friend who, yes, 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 yes. Because... I know that indica means uh, if you do it, you end the couch, <laughs> right? Because that's the one that like knocks you out. Well, what the CBD is thought to modulate the psychoactive component of THC, and right now it is uh, it is everywhere. You know, in vapes, elixirs, creams, oils, edibles, and gummy bears. You know, it's funny. It's interesting. The Bible talks a lot about um, things that alter the mind. Yeah. And it talks a lot about avoiding those things, right? So there's oftentimes that a lot of Christians have taken many verses from the Bible and, and the, taken the heart of them where it says, well, do not get drunk, right? Because, you know, Paul's talking to these people and he's like, look, uh, all, all these other people, they're getting drunk and making stupid decisions. When you're drunk, you, you're probably not going to make good decisions. But he's not saying stay away from wine altogether. He's saying don't let yourself be overcome with wine so that you become foolish. And we've all seen somebody at a party become foolish at one time or another because they've been overcome by wine, right? Sure. And so the Bible talks a lot about having a state of mind that you're present in. Yeah. Right? So that you are aware of your decisions because it's a constant battle between the choices you're going to make and whether they honor God and are good for you um, versus, you know, those that aren't. And so having an altered state of mind, it's obviously harder to make those. So, you know, there's there's a lot of talk about, you know, when it comes to like CBD versus the THC or, you know, marijuana, as we know it as, uh, uh, what do you call it, a psycho... Active component. Somatic, attic, insane. Yeah. Psychosomatic, attic, insane. 
Well, I, I think it's one of those where when people go, hey, I, I just drink some wine, but I don't drink whiskey. You know, a drink is a drink is a drink. And, uh, you know, I, I, we've had a tough time uh, because some people have gone, hey, a doctor and a deacon discuss drinking beer. Yeah. But I spend way more nights doing notes or getting home at nine from work. And, you know, every few weeks when we get together, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have a nice cold beer. Yeah, this is probably one of the few. You know, now during the week, uh, you know, my kids are so active. We have so much going on um, that I look forward to this night to be able to have uh, a drink and escape into this world that we've created where we get to talk about things that are important to us. But beer does affect cognitive issues. And there are some thoughts that CBD does not affect cognitive issues. The tricky part is we really don't know the mechanism of action. You know, there are thoughts that there's this whole endocannabinoid system in the brain, but we really don't know how they work. Okay. But you know what, um, you know, the question is, what does it treat? What does it treat? Well, what we know it, it treats is um, certain pediatric seizures. lennox gastaut syndrome and Drouvet syndrome. There's actually now an FDA-approved medication, an FDA-approved CBD. It is called Epidiolex, E-B-I-D-I-O-L-E-X. Oh, I like and that. And it just got approved in 2018. It is an oral solution. And it is approved for these, it is only approved for these two rare pediatric seizure disorders. So it's an oral solution. They drink it or do they, uh, what's it called when you put it under your tongue and you let it like dissipate into your mouth? And dissolve? Yeah, when it dissolves. um... Yeah, either. Either works okay for this. It is interesting though, because with this, you do have to check liver function tests. You do have to check bilirubin prior to it. Um, Who? Hold on. Well, who is Billy Rubin? <laughs> what a great name. Because is that like a different kind of Rubin? It is an enzyme. Because I've had a turkey Rubin. Yes. I, have, I love the traditional Rubin. In fact, there is a place in Limerick that makes a sandwich called the Claude Jerubin. Yeah. You know who Claude Giroux is, right? I've been to the railroad. So yeah. I've had, the, I've had yeah. the sandwich. Yeah, the Claude Jerubin. It's like a combination of a cheesesteak and a Rubin. But... I don't know no Billy Rubin. Is that a goat Rubin? It is an enzyme released by the gallbladder, pancreas, liver area. So you're not going to eat it? No, you don't want to have a high Billy Rubin. No. No, it's, it's not a good thing. So keep the THC away from Billy Rubin because well, they don't want it to be high. We actually, you know, we actually, <laughs> yes, yes. Right now we think CBD, the World Health Organization has actually said CBD in its pure form is likely pretty safe. I think the tricky part is all the other things that it's being treated for. You know, now people are using it to try to treat neuropathic pain. So what's neuropathic pain? Like fibromyalgia? No, no. Neuropathic pain is when you have nerve damage, either from, you know, diabetes or issues from the nerves being irritated coming from a spinal issue, whether or not it's your cervical or lumbar spine. Nerve pain is like that burning, tingling pain that you can have that often diabetic peripheral neuropathy is We should give my wife some CBD then because I think she thinks I'm a neuropathic pain (laughs) because she's often irritated with me. I I don't see how that's possible. I agree. (laughs) But the the worrisome thing is, you know, so, and also there's some thoughts that helps with muscle spasms, insomnia, but then the tricky part is people can say whatever they want about it because it can't really be studied because it's federally illegal. What's federally illegal? CBD. So then how do they get around that loophole to then make it? The Drug Enforcement Agency currently has decided to look the other way. Okay. Okay. Because they are so focused on the opiate epidemic. 
when I drove to mm. the, uh, um, you know, the hospital actually asked me to do a video on CBD recently. Yeah. And I appreciated uh, their support. And on the way there, driving, I saw three stores, and I'm three miles away, that had signs up that said, buy your CBD oil here. Buy your CBD oil here. When, and you know, that's so funny because when we were in, uh, now in California, um, THC, like marijuana, is legal. And so it was all, we would see signs there that said 21 plus. You used to have, a, have, a, have to have a prescription, but now you can get it recreationally. And so they had 21 plus get your marijuana here. I just love the term recreationally. Yeah, recreationally. <laughs> like people are like, what do you do for recreation? I'm like, oh, I, smoke I play basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I love how that's a recreation. I'll tell you my worries though is when they talk about it as being used for like inflammation or weight loss or things that we just haven't studied and, and don't know. But, you know, I, I worry the more things that any sort of product is being said that it works for, the less likely that it works for all those things. Like when you go, I treat this, 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 and this, the less likely that probably is what happens. Well, wasn't that, I mean, not that this will be that, but wasn't that, at the end of it all, I mean, even though we're not really at the end of it, but it is so widespread now and, and there's such um, such a light on it. But isn't that really what happened with, with the opioid epidemic? It started to be used to treat everything, right? Like many things that we didn't know if it necessarily treated and because of its addictive properties became overwhelming. Well, I... Opiates treat pain. We know they help acute pain. Acute pain, opiates help. The tricky part is we don't know that they help improve people's lives chronically. Right. And then we started using them. And CBD, actually, in some of the studies, has more sense that it may help anxiety in acute manner than it does chronically and if you're taking a long-term. There are some risks in CBD, right? Oh, okay. Uh, what, are, what are those? Well, first is the CBD you buy may not be what's in there. They actually did a study looking at CBD products, and 70% of them did not have the amount of CBD that was labeled. What is... 20% also had THC. So that means one out of five people thought they were buying something. And let's be honest, urine drug tests are looking for THC. Yeah. One out of five of those people could have failed a urine drug test. You're trying to get a new job. And listen, marijuana shouldn't be illegal, right? Like, let's just make it legal. But needless to say, it is. And if you were buying CBD and you tested positive for THC, well, I mean, that's, uh, that's tough because it's not regulated. And um, I don't know that I want the government regulating everything all the time, but we do need some regulation of labeling and things like that. It happens a lot to like uh, sports athletes, right? They, they start using like a diuretic to lose weight and then it's got some other stuff in it that is a banned substance, right? Like who was your boy? Uh, Lane Johnson, right? Eagles tackle had been taking a substance that, that had a banned substance in it. And so he got banned some games. I mean, if you're a player in the NFL making multi-million dollars, you almost should send a substance to a lab to get tested before they, putting the it in. The NFL that. has that in place. Yeah. The NFL says, you can send us whatever you're taking, yeah. and we will send it off, have it tested, to tell you if it's illegal. So... Uh, there's, an ER, there's an ER physician that I've been working with that uh, I'm friends with. And people are coming in basically passed out and drowsy or sleeping past because they've overdosed themselves with CBD. Wow. 
right? So like it's not dangerous, but it can make you drowsy. It can make you lethargic. It can cause dry mouth. It can cause some drowsiness. And so there's not a minus. If you have pediatric epilepsy and you're taking Epidiolex and we have a, um, we have a uh, program where we're increasing your dosage over time, people really don't know how much to take. Yeah. Right? You know, they're smoking it. Um, they're rubbing it on their face for acne, which I, I would love to know how that works. Uh, but they're trying to use it for everything. And so we're getting more and more people. There's actually a ton of, like, young kids that have eaten gummy bears and had CBD or things on it and just were, like, passed out on the couch. And the parents like, what's wrong with my kid? And then they end up finding out that it was because they ate some of these products that either come in gummy bears or brownies that are, have CBD in them. So laced. Yeah, I guess you could say laced. Right? I mean, yeah. that was a... It's a term you don't hear much anymore, I no. don't think. But maybe it's because I'm not 21 anymore and you don't hear. But I remember growing up, we would hear you know, terms about uh, uh, marijuana cigarettes being laced with stuff like... Um, LSD. LSD or even uh, embalming fluid, mm. right? Or cocaine or, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I think one of the days that uh, doctors remember more than anything is the first day... They walk into the gross anatomy lab and the embalming fluid is there. And like you're kind of thrown off and you're like, I can't believe this. I will tell you, in my third year, I did like a two week rotation where I was dissecting a leg and I had one of my buddies come in and we made like a mixtape and like we were very professional, but we went in and we had songs and we were like, you know, talking through all the different parts of the body part. But it went from embalming fluid smell was throwing me off to like, hey, I'm in my, uh, I'm in my second home. Yeah. You know, get the, uh, get the, uh, this was back, I think I, I think we brought, a, I think we brought a boom box back then, but we got yeah, the boom box the going. boom box. You know what, no, my thing right now is, is that um, people are giving CBD that really hasn't been studied. We're going to study this. I can't wait to redo this episode in 10 years to see what it works for. But um, right now, stop giving CBD to your pets. The Veterinarians Association have come out and said, please, a bunch of pets are passing out and are having issues because people are giving it to their dog. Are they giving it to them or the dog's just getting into it? No, 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 no. Getting into the stash. I'm going to tell you. Does your dog have the, uh, like, freaks out for storms? No. Oh, my dog, Murray, who's got a mohawk, a storm comes and you would think it's the end of the world. Like, I have to hold him by me and I'm not going to give him CBD oil. But you're you're tempted to. I'm not. T- I'm not going to do it. You're I'm thinking not going to do it. Would you give him whiskey? Uh, anything to chill him out. Yeah, actually, he has taken a low dose lorazepam prescribed by his <laughs> veterinarian. Yes, that's like you remember. That's like the the Seinfeld episode when Kramer gets a cough, and he goes and he hears a dog with the same cough, and he goes to the veterinarian with the dog. And he gets the medication for the dog, and he starts taking the medication. By the end of the episode, he's coughing so bad that he sees a cop. There's a fire down the street because uh, Jerry was becoming the spokesperson for this appliance store, and he kicks over the can, and, he, and his leg kept falling asleep. Anyway, um, and and the cop's like, "What's that, boy? There's a fire down the street. Somebody's in trouble." It's it's a great episode, but I think we could take. I, I have a friend who swears um, that if he needs uh, sutures in an area that's not critical, he's going to try to go to the veterinarian 
because it's going to cost him a quarter of what it would cost for him to go to an ER, and he's probably going to be in and out. I mean, he could go to an urgent care if he has insurance, and it will definitely cost less than a veterinarian. I mean, my veterinarian tries to sell my dog on all these different bacteria and viruses and vaccines that I've never heard of. And I'm like, I'm a doctor. I host a show, right? Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> how many dogs have you ever seen that came in with that? And I'm pro-vaccine, but I, I don't know why. That, uh, these veterinarians. Oh, but uh, you don't vaccinate your dog. I do vaccinate oh, my dog. Oh, my, is... I do. I do. Every time he comes home, I was like, I love you. You're so expensive. <laughs> you know, we call, we call, I changed the name of my dog to Fireplace. Why? Yeah, because uh, there was a time over around Christmas when I was away and, and my wife was home with the kids and the dog and she started freaking out because he had a heart stop. He wasn't doing this, wasn't doing that. And she ran him to the, to the vet. And instead of like knowing the protocol that they're going to just charge you for everything, she just said, make him better. So like $1,500 later... Um, right before Christmas, he came out. And so I was like, oh, I thought that's what we were going to spend on on doing something new to our fireplace. So now we call him Fireplace. I love him. And we do not have anything new in our fireplace. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so, CBD. People go, how did we go from this product that's in the marijuana plant, the cannabis plant, and it can be grown in hemp? How did it go and become... Like the thing that everyone's talking about. Yeah. And it dates back to 2006. Okay. In 2006, twins were born to a nice lady in Colorado. And around... Congratulations. Yes. Well, it was, you know... It was 13 now. They would be either having like a bar mitzvah or close to a quinceanera or or maybe just uh, like, you know, that voyage. Well, the, the one girl of the twins, her name is Charlotte. Okay. Hi, Charlotte. And Charlotte, around one years old, had severe intractable epilepsy. She started having seizures, and she was having up to 300 seizures a week. And at this point, um, you know, like when people came to visit, they had areas set up where she would just lay, and she would just seize. And, and the mom and dad would just, you know, have mm. to go on with their day while this little girl was seizing. And oh. The mom had spent so many times where she had held Charlotte in her hands and just waited out seizures. And um, I, I heard that as, as, as someone came by to visit, like a reporter, because... Um, Obviously, Charlotte is, has become famous. I'm telling the end of the story before the end of the story. But in the front of their home had the bags packed for Charlotte and the mom. If they just had to pick up and go to the hospital, like yeah. they had pre-bags packed. Wow. You know? And so their entire life was uh, taking care of Charlotte. And the mom had, you know, by the age of uh, three years old, had tried 15 different seizure medicines. At one point... The mom gave CPR, and she was on the table and almost dying, and, and, and she did pull through. But Charlotte it, it, did. Charlotte did. And, yeah. and her mom was, at this point, not even trying to fix the seizures. She was trying to have her daughter be in less pain. Yeah. So she started looking on the Internet, and, and as was her husband, who was actually, uh, I think he was in Afghanistan fighting for the U.S. military. And they saw a video of someone who also had what Epidiolex is approved for. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it just got approved. But Dravet syndrome. And so what happens is, you know, they start to research it and they call the Stanley brothers. There's like seven brothers whose names all start with J, right? And goes, hey, I hear you have this, this, this strain of CBD that has been shown to help seizures, but is not going to get kids high. And 
the mom's like, I want to try to give it to my daughter. And these guys who sell marijuana, I don't want to pretend like they don't. And this was a strain of marijuana that was CBD predominant. They're like, I don't know. Can we give this little girl? I mean, what if she dies? What are we going to do? They actually discussed it with the, um, their physicians, yeah. the mom. And they said, we really have nothing left to, to try at this point that they could think of. And so they gave it to her. And in the first week, she had one seizure. Wow. And so she still has seizures, but way less than she had. Yeah. And this little girl who was basically bedbound and having to lay around, they had areas set up with just pillows and blankets so she wouldn't hurt herself when she went into seizures. She now plays outside. She is friends. She gets to do things with her sister. And the... Um, these Stanley brothers who made this a strain of marijuana, right? And then it became famous, right? It hit the news and it's all over the internet. And whenever I tell, you know, young kids, hey, you shouldn't smoke so much marijuana. They go, oh, it cures seizures. And I go, yes, it does. I mean, it, it has helped this little girl, Charlotte. And they had this, uh, the, the strain of weed, you know what it was called? What? It was called Hippie's Disappointment. Wow. It was called Hispie's Disappointment because they used to, the Stanley Brothers, when they sold it, yeah, yeah. didn't get anybody high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they renamed it. Hey, Charlotte's. Charlotte's Web. That's awesome. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so, uh, and so that leads me to, I have a game for you. Okay. The game is, guess, is this the name of a band or a brand of CBD? All right, let's do it. I like you ready? It. Yeah. Is it a band? Band or CBD? Yep. Okay. Rainbow Butt Monkeys. Band. Do you know that? Yeah, it's a band. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I follow them. <laughs> you follow oh, Rainbow Twitter. Butt yeah, Monkeys? Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I used to go to Insane Clown Posse concerts. I know who Rainbow Butt Monkeys are. <laughs> are you ready for the next one? Yeah, go. Lazarus. CBD. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. The next one. Moon Mother. Moon Mother is CBD. Wow. How do you know that? Because I know. And the last one is of Montreal. Obviously, it's a band. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to go three and one. You're going to oh, go two and two. So once gosh. I got the first two, I was two. So, you know, it's funny. Your story about Charlotte reminded me of the story in the Bible. When there's this, uh, there's this like soldier... Uh, Jesus is going from town to town and there's a soldier and he's talking about his son being paralyzed and tormented and he's tried everything and he has no idea what to do and and Jesus says, okay, I'll come and I'll heal him. And the soldier says, no, no, no. Uh, My house, I'm not worthy of you to even come in my house. He says, I have soldiers that report to me and if I tell them to do something, they do it. So I have faith that if you say my son will be healed, he will be healed. And then mm. Jesus said, your faith has healed your son. Wow. So because he knew, he, he didn't even say, you got to come to my house, you got to do all these things. He just said, I, I believe that your faith will be enough. And certainly, and then his son was healed. And he went on. Are you trying to say that the power of suggestion and CBD works because people just want to get better? No, but I believe having faith in something. And it reminded me of somebody who's tried everything, right? They feel like to do this thing. And then Jesus comes into town and this guy's like, hey, 
I believe in you. Do this thing for me. And, yeah. and, and, and Jesus did. I, I think the, um, when we're at our wit's end, right, we will uh, explore things that we wouldn't normally explore. And I think both medicine and faith are common in that, right? When you're, when it, when you're at the last second and you have no idea what to do but have faith or trust in something, you know, medicine is going to try everything they can, right, to figure it out. You know, you see those, those shows and those moments at the end of someone's life, they're trying everything they can. Push-ups, you know, put epi, five, five, five mLs of epi, you know, give me this scalpel yeah. stat. Right, whatever. And I think in faith, it's the same thing. You know, at that, in those moments when we're least certain, where uh, we lean on the things that we know, but we're also willing to go that extra mile to try something that we might not normally. And thank goodness, because had it not been for their willingness, you know, for the Stanley brothers' willingness to, to figure this out and for the mother to say, hey, let's try this, uh, who knows yeah. if Charlotte would have that same quality of life today. Well, I agree that people made decisions that I don't know that I would have, right? And, and I actually think that when you see those things saying stat, give epi, most actual regular physicians think we're past the point of some of the things we're doing, right? Yeah. Like, like a lot of doctors are, you know, at this point going, hey, I don't know that there's an answer and, and I don't know that I would do these things. So I am glad there are people that are non-physicians that are willing to have faith in pushing some things a little bit further than us with our scientific mind and I needing evidence to do. Yeah. Right? And so oh. we, we've learned something oh, from oh, this. Oh, the doc is coming to the good side. Look at you. Well, I'm glad that other people are doing it. That's not my job. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. what I'm going to do. Right? Like my job is to be evidence-based. Right? But I sure realize that others have to do this. There are things in the world that somebody didn't think could happen I mean, I didn't think Doc and the Deacon could happen, but it did. But it did. Right? If I were to look at it scientifically and say, would this be where, it would, where I think it could be? I would have said no. Yeah. But. But it's a good thing I had faith. And now we're starting to have a little bit of evidence that people think uh, that at least that I'm funny. You know, the relative risk is, uh, is okay. Your confidence interval barely makes statistical significance. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think uh, be careful with CBD, right? Don't take too much. It doesn't fix everything. Don't rub it over your entire body. Tell your doctor we're okay with it. And you know what? I, I think that we've learned something about... Uh, I think we've learned something about CBD. And more than anything... I think we learned something about faith. You know... You, there's something when there's something to look forward to, you're willing to explore those areas you wouldn't normally. Kind of. I'm still science more than stories. It's a great story. And with faith, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, you're willing to trust. And you know what they say? You know, CBD, Deacon likes for anxiety. CBD, we know it treats pediatric epilepsy. Easy as one, two, three, here with me. Please use cautiously. CBD now. Hey, two things you can always count on. The doc is in. And the deacon speaks. We've been uh, blogging at docandthedeacon.com. Oh, yeah. We have been putting out some blogs. And even from our missus, who are contributing to that as well. And Yeah, I will tell you. People enjoy their blogs more than ours. I know. There's a lot more engagement. With I think the they feel bad voice. for our wives being they married do. to us. They do. Uh, I told my wife before today that... Uh, 
I was going to do some videos of her and you were going to interview her uh, when we started. And she was like, uh, uh, oh, great idea. Um, I'm going to bed. Love uh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she shot that down. Uh, uh, and we started a YouTube page where we're starting to do like one minute little quick hitters uh, with us talking about things that are fun and that we're passionate about. So check us out on YouTube. We've always got our Twitter page going at Doc Deacon. Instagram, Doc and the Deacon. What's your, you got a Twitter? I got a Twitter. Uh, well, my handle's Deacon now. You know, I love cool. that you don't even know your Twitter. Or I don't. I don't even know how you would get to my Twitter. Okay, but uh, my handle's Deacon. Who produces the show? Uh, Tucker Butler. Yeah, and the raps and music vibe franchise. Okay. Franchise. Hey, Holla! this uh, this episode is dedicated to uh, that little girl, Charlotte. Charlotte. Hey, we love you, Charlotte. Love you, Charlotte. Peace. Thanks so much. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledge will take a lot of facts And now I'm coming to close it like a Chapman